You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. We're going to have a trivia question at the end of the show, but without using Google, and I know that's probably impossible for somebody, if somebody can actually tell me what an IRS 8508-I form is and what it actually means, you will get a special prize. Joining us here on America's Healthcare Challenge is Alan Hager. Uh, first shot to you. Do you know what an IRS <laughs> 8508 form is? I wish I could tell you, but I don't. Okay. We'll tell you what that is at the bottom of the hour, but if you're a business owner, especially a business owner that has over 250 employees, it's something that's very important that you need to know about. Oh, that's cool. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it's been a really busy week this week in in healthcare and healthcare reform news. And so, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to uh, what we have left of the show. I would say there was a lot happening in, in relation. I mean, there's always something happening. That's why we're able to have this show because there's totally enough to talk about. But I would say this was an above average week as far as activity on, on the news. And what do we have here on our schedule and our outline? What was it? Uh, the first one that we have up that we wanted to visit about number one, you mentioned uh, the healthcare.gov thing let's talk about that before we get into this uh, cbo analysis that i set up last week but i just wanted to point out this healthcare.gov thing because it's number one important for you because if you read that modern healthcare article we'll see that businesses are uh or, or no excuse me like individuals are losing healthcare coverage through healthcare.gov because they haven't for example verified their eligibility through through the system and it was supposed to be automated right yep and it's still not automated so they're consistent with their delays all the way across the board it seems like yes they're totally consistent with every delay that they've thrown they have no clue what they're doing in it and yet again cms delays moving the appeals and subsidy payment processes online uh just goes right in line with what we've had as far as a healthcare.gov fail in my opinion, for the last three years, uh, remember not, we uh, not only, we outperformed. Yeah, we outperformed outcome. them uh, when it first went live, and not only that, but I also saw a an article where yeah, we talked about the healthcare hack on healthcare.gov. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure enough, there was uh, a hack of healthcare.gov. Now they didn't get all the essential information, you know, your date of birth, social security number. And all your healthcare information that you provide to healthcare.gov, but they did get some. And so at the end of the day, you know, all of the security experts, in, including this show, was absolutely right saying it was unsecure. They needed to get rid of it and start from scratch. And the problem was it was the central data hub, right? Yes. Yes. Can you help the listeners understand what, what exactly the Central Data Hub was? So basically, Central Data Hub is where all the all the data from healthcare.gov resides. So if you sign up for health insurance, which you're mandated to do. Correct. And we're, we were reminded, Matt reminded us this week, we're going to play that clip. Uh, we got some good activity on our Facebook pages. Uh, you know, because the penalties are starting, so you if you want to avoid the penalty, what do you have to do? You have to go through healthcare.gov. You have to go through healthcare.gov and fill out the information. Right. But it's not 
affordable. It's well, not, not affordable. Not that's irrelevant right now. Well, that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole other segment, at least. What's in problem is is that it's not um, running optimally. And the reason why was this federal data hub, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and what happened was, if I recall, they didn't have enough space to allow you know enough pipe or bandwidth to allow enough people to connect. And uh, at the end of the day, you know there were they had to extend the timeline. Remember, they had to extend the time frame for people because they didn't have enough bandwidth. And not, you know, you could only get like maybe 10 people signed up a day <laughs> at the beginning. I mean, this is a site where they expected 30 billion people to sign up. And they only got 10 the first week, if mm-hmm. that. And so at the end of the day, this is a joke, man. This is ridiculous. What bothers me is that people are getting penalized, number one, uh, if they don't have it which is in the law and that's one of the things that you know has gone all the way to the supreme court for example but yep what's worse is that for some reason say you are sick and you have insurance and you didn't you get a letter from the government you didn't understand what it meant and you don't send it in you lose your health insurance well yeah and that's real I see Matt moving the microphone I didn't know if he would (laughs) if we uh, tripped his trigger over there but that is a problem. Well, it's just like this stupid appeals process. The paper-based appeals process was supposed to end in 2014. Here we are in 2016. We're, we're two years, two years after it was supposed to be ending, and they still haven't figured out how to put this crap online. Maybe they need to go to Silicon Valley and get some real people and not make Silicon Valley mad like the other parts of the administration have. I'm going to editorialize right there. They certainly did it for their political campaign. Why can't they do it for when they govern? Thank you. Oh, that's all I'm going to say on that front. But what also was a problem is that um, insurers, insurance companies, are mandated to ha- to be interfaced with their, their system, right? And if right. they don't, they lose uh, 25% uh, of the payments taxpayer dollar payments they go go towards the subsidies so that's going to make them lose even more speaking of that note the cms also announced a small delay in its efforts to pay premium and cost-sharing subsidies to exchange plans through an automated process so they're still paying them manually right which probably means that there's a lot of fraud and failure in the system you think oh come on i mean think if if it's all manual based hell yeah there is you can't tell me. This is the government we're talking about. Well, the other oxymoron on that point is that you can't. How do I say this? Like, you just can't. You can't. You can't use the fact that they use they used saving fraud as a way to pay for the law. I guess is what I was going to say. They said mm-hmm. we're, the Affordable Care Act is going to be budget neutral because $50 billion of savings is going to come from reducing fraud from the system, and they're actually introducing more fraud. And we've got somebody on the line, 402-342-1290 is another line open, but Patrick is fired up. I must have struck a chord. Hey, Patrick, how's it going today? I like your program. Let me let me come to the point here. I was in the insurance business for 31 years. Uh, I know a little bit about what's going on. 
I can make a couple statements, you can get me off the air here and, and come to your own conclusion. Our, the health insurance industry was losing its rear end, the Prudentials, the John Hancocks, the New York Lives, Mutual United of Omaha, the largest health insurance company in the world. I could go on and on. They couldn't make it. They couldn't keep a, cast, a, a, a cap on these costs. Now, that's a fact. Number two, how do, can we possibly expect the government, okay, to keep costs down? It is not going to happen. They have colluded with now these prior companies that I've mentioned, along with several hundred others, and they're not going to keep the cost down. And they're going to continue to go up, up, and up. Number three, let's face it. The American people, as a general rule, are not informed on the major issues facing this country today. They're simply uh, turning out kids uh, in our public schools, general statement. They can't read, write, speak, comprehend the King's English, or perform basic math. They don't know what's going on. They really don't. They hit Dodge Street, and uh, they're in another world. They're in shock, okay? We're electing people to office, whether on the far left or right, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, that are making all these promises when they're running for office, and I've run politicians around all my life, trust me on this statement, and they believe them. And then when they get in there to office, they're not, they're not answerable to the people. They're, they're answerable to the private interest groups that have put them there, here again on the far left or right. We have the American people and their, their lack of, of being informed uh, responsible for Obamacare. Uh, Barack Obama is a symptom, a reflection, a mirror of what the American people don't know. They believe the guy, okay? I could go on and on. So uh, what you're saying here is, is very succinct. I agree with everything you've said this morning. But, but the problem is much bigger than that. It's the American people. Yeah. They don't know what's going on. They don't care. They simply don't care, sir. How do you change that, change that mindset? Well, you can start with the public school system. Let me make one example. Their basic curriculum, this is a strong general rule, is, is frankly there's a cultural lag there between what an OPS school system and a Millard and a Ralston is turning out and what is needed on Dodge Street to, to survive, to make a living, okay? Their curriculum is not designed to reflect uh, what industry and, and, and companies and, frankly, capitalism needs. I'll give you one example, and I'll generalize. Mr. Simmons, multimillionaire, owns several fast food re uh, restaurants here in this town. Let, let, let me give an example to, to answer your question. He had time in and time out had kids coming in and they couldn't get ch give change for a 5 or a $10 bill when somebody wanted a burger, fr uh, french fries, or shake. He's the one that designed that plastic cap over the register where you had a dollar, five dollars, ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred dollars, and then over to the top on the right of it had the different pictures of foodstuffs, burgers, shakes, apple pies, etc. Right. Because he he couldn't afford to have his managers train the kids to to to, to, to add and subtract. Now I know that's a simple simplification of what's going on, but it's a fact. Okay. Our, our, the, the Japanese, uh, the Germans, the, the people from India, uh, uh, from China, they're, they're light years ahead of us when, when it comes. They're coming over here being educated and going back to the countries and kicking our butts. 
we have millions upon millions of dollars leaving this, this country every day because of lack of competition. Uh, Obamacare is, is, is a travesty, and it's going to get worse, my friend. Just, just wait and see. There is no end in sight to it. Uh, anyway, thank you for letting me pontificate here mm. in your program. That's what we no, do it for. You. We appreciate your thoughts. As always, Patrick, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Spread the word if you can. Alan, you, I'll give you a uh, first reaction because education, I know, is your your uh, expertise. Yeah, and he would hit the nail right on the head. I mean, people would rather watch the Kardashians and The Apprentice <laughs> than, than give a crap about what's going on with policy. I mean, that's why we elect the people that we do in this country at the end of the day because you're always trying to go to the lowest common denominator when people read at a oh i don't know fourth fifth sixth grade level that's what the newspapers try to target you know that says something about our population i'm afraid to say that but you know at the end of the day it's true uh the population as a whole really doesn't care until it hits their pocketbook in drastic fashion and then they start to wake up which I think Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders, mind you, they come, they're they're hitting two different targets, but they're firing up the population because I think the the people of this country are starting to wake up to the political establishment class and want to blow it up. Uh, make me wonder. We were talking. Andy and I were talking earlier about. Um... President Camacho uh, from Idiocracy. Dude, That's basically what we have this, this... <laughs> Remember President Camacho yeah. from Idiocracy? Oh, absolutely. One of my favorite um, movies, if you haven't seen it, Idiocracy. And by the way, you can check out uh, a whole segment we did. It was pretty fun. Idiocracy and Healthcare Reform. Yeah. Jeez, that was like two years ago, and it's yes, already it starting to come. President Camacho, he was, he was the man. Uh, what do we got uh, coming up next segment on your end? Uh, we have a dwindling population in rural health care. Rural Iowa counties are causing health care issues. We also have how health care revolution came to one red state while the Obamacare battle rages on. I have uh, Don't Let Obamacare your Be Your o Business's April Fool, uh, the exclusive on healthreformexplained.com. More of your calls at 402-342-1290 if you want to vent like patrick did that is uh your opportunity this is your microphone just no f-bombs please and we'll be right back